This is Bodner Live, a live video talk show and podcast, and your destination for trending topics in marketing, advertising, branding, and business. Straight talking marketing maverick, Bodner Dos Santos is your host. Here's Bodner. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Wagner Dos Santos, and this is Wagner Live Insights. Today, we're going to discuss some of the most common marketing pitfalls that businesses should avoid. And I would say that it's uh, it's probably safe to say that this is going to be a bit of marketing pitfalls as well as just generally business pitfalls. So I put together my own top 10 list to make it really easy for you guys to follow. And this comes from many years of experience. Um, for many of you, you know that I started in business at the age of 17. And um, because I'm not embarrassed to tell you my age, um, we're talking about um, 30 years ago. So, um, so I've been in business for about 30 years, have had four different businesses. I'm on my fourth right now and um, have been in marketing probably for over 20. So I, I have seen quite a bit of common mistakes are made typically from small and medium sized businesses. And if I can help you avoid some of those, um, that'd be great because with mistakes come some uh, expenses as well. So, um, so here you go. Um, so very, very first one is going to be number one, too focused on getting new clients. So that would be uh, number one on our top 10 list. Many times, um, many times what happens is that we are so focused on getting new clients and chasing after new business that we forget to pay attention to the business that we currently have. And that's extremely important. Uh, chasing new business and uh, attracting new business is great. You want to scale up your business. You want to grow. But there are so many opportunities to grow the business that you currently have. And let's face it, it's a lot easier than convincing new people that uh, they should work with you. Now, the other thing that's really important with that, because I'm sure some of you have heard that before, but what's important is, and there, there are a few people that have written about this in, in their books that I've read, that um, what, you, um, um, what you need to really focus on with your current clients is always treat them as if they're a brand new client. Remember, remember that fervor that you had when you brought them in as a new customer? Well, just because they've become a customer doesn't mean that you stop there. You need to continually work with them and have that same excitement as if you're earning their business for the first time every time you see them. That's a big mistake that many of us forget. And it's so important because you should never take your customers or your clients for granted. Number two, being reactive. Many times uh, people are thinking or they're not organized rather and they're thinking reactively as far as how to address a marketing or an advertising need. And being reactive means that you're always going to be a few steps behind. You need to be proactive and you need to have what number three is a plan. So number three, not having a plan is a major and a very common pitfall. You would think that it's so obvious that of course you need a plan and everybody needs a plan. What are you going to do if, if you don't plan for something? It seems very common sense, 
But surprisingly, so many people don't have a plan. And you see that many people don't even have a business plan. They've been in business for years and have never put together a business plan. And if you don't have a business plan, then how do you really have any kind of structure to take you to where you would like to go or or do you even know where you want to go, what you want to do? And if you don't, then how is that ever going to happen, right? And a marketing plan comes right after that. So a marketing plan is going to prevent you from being reactive. You're going to be able to think months in advance and what you need to do. And some of that planning is going to be associated with uh, the seasons and um, the business for your industry, where your peaks are and where your low points are and, and how to work within that proactively. So that is, um, that's definitely something to, um, to think about making sure that you have a plan. And sometimes I know for smaller businesses, it's difficult to invest the time to do planning. However important it is, I know it's difficult. So, you know, do what you can do. If you can't do a full 12 month plan right now, do a three month plan. Um, make it, make it so that it's every, every quarter, um, you're, you're doing a new plan, but have a plan in place. Number four content. Now there are three pillars that I, I usually address as the content pillars and content being, um, social media, blogs, articles, videos, videos are huge right now and they're only growing more and more people want to see you on video they want to listen and see videos even more than they want to read articles but your content needs to cover one of the three if not all three pillars number one it should entertain number two it should inform number three it should inspire so all three of those are very important and you need to do at least one of them to attract people because your customers and clients are much more interested in being informed and or entertained and inspired than they are with you giving them a laundry list of features and benefits. And frankly, you don't want to play that game of features and benefits because your competitors are doing the same thing. And when you compare apples to apples and everybody is touting the same list of features and benefits, then it comes down to pricing. And you are then stuck in the, well, I'm cheaper than you war until you price yourself so low that you make no margin. And that is not a remedy for success. So thinking about content and making that part of your plan is extremely important. And one of the mistakes in, uh, in marketing for businesses is they don't have the plan and they don't have a plan for content. And content is extremely important. It's extremely important that you be, you maintain yourself as a thought leader because your customers want to work with the, the one that's most experienced in that subject matter. And that's going to draw them in. Number five, consumer first. So consumers today, clients, customers today, they're looking for solutions for them. They want you to make their world a better place, the world around them or their own day-to-day -day life, day-to-day -day life, not day-to-day. -day. <laughs> um, they they want to make sure that what you're doing is going to improve their lives in some way. So thinking consumer first is extremely important. Now, that may sound like common sense as well, where you think, well, of course, I'm in business for my clients and for my, for my consumers. 
However, if you look at your marketing and your messaging, and if all you're talking about is we do this, I do this, me, 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 us, and you're not saying anything about them, then that's showing that you are not thinking consumer first. You need to think about who your audience is and what their problems are and what you're doing in a unique way to help solve those problems. Uh, number six, inconsistency is big. Um, if your message is inconsistent, it's kind of like anything else in life. If you are inconsistent as a person, people don't feel that they can trust you because you're one way one, one time, you're another way another time. If your brand looks one way one day or it's messaging a certain way or communicating one way and then another way some other time, then that's inconsistent and it's going to hurt your brand trust. Um, number seven, tactics before strategy. Um, that's a big one. So many times I always talk about people thinking about or confusing wants versus needs. Many times people think they know what they need, but what they really are talking about is what they want and what they want may not really be what they need. All right. Did I confuse you? <laughs> so thinking about tactics would mean I'm thinking, okay, um, I need to do some posters. I need to do some collateral pieces. I need a website. Um, but those are wants. They're not needs. To determine needs, you really need to think back to strategy and say, okay, what is what is the problem that I'm solving? Uh, who's my audience? What do they need? And now, how do I how do I communicate that to them? And and what's my strategy in doing so? And now, let's talk about the tactics I'm going to employ to carry out that strategy. Okay. Um, number eight. I say too little or too much can be problems. That means if you're doing too little marketing, it could be a problem and it will probably not net you the results you need. But also problematic is doing too much, meaning you are doing more than you can manage. Sometimes um, this happens a lot with social media. People who haven't jumped into social media marketing before, they're they're thinking, oh man, I have to be everywhere. I have to be on Snapchat, I have to be on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Periscope, uh, what else is coming out? Okay, I gotta be on that too. And one, you may not need to be in all those, those areas because maybe your audience isn't on all those platforms. But let's say for argument's sake that your audience, they are on all those platforms, you doing a half executed job on each one of those platforms is not going to be successful for you. So it's better that you start small and say, okay, I can do these few things and doing really, really well. And then later grow into other platforms. And I'm not just talking about social media, but you know, maybe you have an integrated um, program strategy where you need to do TV, you need to do cinema, you need to do um, digital display advertising, but do a few things well and then grow them further. Um, number nine would be audience segmentation. Um, you ever hear people say that my customer, everybody's my customer. Um, you know, that may sound true, but it's not. That'd be great if everybody was your customer. You, uh, you probably would need to buy the entire block, but the truth is your customer, you may have different segments of customers, but you need to know who they are. They're not everybody, believe it or not. And um, sure, sometimes people outside of those segments are going to um, 
desire to do business with you, but your customer is your customer. Knowing who they are and speaking specifically to them is going to ensure that you're very successful and you can grow and scale your business. So understanding how to segment your audience beyond age, income, um, gender, but also looking at their behaviors and their interests, um, being able to create different categories and segmentations for them so that when you communicate and market to them that you're doing it specifically for them and for their interests as opposed to a big uh, global audience, right? And then number 10 um, relates to B2B. And this is one that you don't hear about so much, but it's really important that B2B marketing doesn't consider B2C. So business to business, not considering business to consumer. What I mean by that is that most B2B, not all, but most B2B businesses or marketing efforts have some connection to B2C down the road. And in order for the B2B efforts to be strong, they do need to have some kind of foundation with B2C. For example, you may have a company that uh, their marketing program is to increase their um, their base of other businesses that are going to subcontract or, or sub-license out their work. But in order for them to have the ability to do that, there needs to be some ren uh, name recognition among the end customer and the end consumer. So avoiding to do any B2C marketing could hurt and negatively impact your B2B efforts. So there you go, I hope that was helpful. So to run through one through 10 with you again, um, the most common marketing pitfalls in my top 10 list includes number one, being too focused on getting new clients and not focusing on the clients and, and prioritizing on the clients that you currently have and treating them as if they were new each time you work with them. Number two, being reactive, not proactive, which leads into number three, not having a plan or any plan. Number four, content, making sure that you have a strong content marketing program that, that involves one, if not all of the three pillars, entertain, inform, inspire, versus features and benefits. Number five, making sure the consumer is first, um, providing solutions for them and the world around them. Number six, inconsistency, versus being very consistent with your message, your communication. Number seven, leading with tactics versus strategy or leading with your wants versus your needs and being um, uh, considering too much or too little um, when you approach and execute your marketing program. Number nine, audience segmentation and making sure that you realize that everyone is in your customer. And then lastly, number 10, B2B, not considering B2C. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back tomorrow morning streaming live only on Periscope at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Until next time, this is Wagner signing off. This has been another episode of Wagner Live. For replays, show schedules, and more information, go to wagnerlive.com. Till next time.